Welcome in everybody to Fantasy Football Picks and Bets presented by Prize Picks. And I'm your girl, Lauren Carpenter. You can find me at Stepmom Lauren. And I got to tell you what, I have missed y'all so much. But as I said, this show is presented by Prize Picks. And if you have not done so yet, first of all, what are you waiting for? But there is still time. Nay, infinity, go, go sign up for prizepicks.com. There is a link in the description of this video, or just go straight to prizepicks.com, put in the promo code MMN. And if you're nasty, that's short for Mayo Media Net, just so you know, MMN, that gets your deposit of up to $100 matched. That's free money. So if you put in 50 bucks, you get 100. If you put in $100, you get $200 to play with. And while we are a fantasy football show here, there are more than just football stuff on prize picks. There's lots of things going on on there. Basketball, hockey, all sorts of sports. It's very easy. It's over-unders. It's fun, simple to do. Go sign up, use the promo code MMN. And while you're at it, make sure you like and subscribe to us here at Mayo Media Net on YouTube so that you don't miss out on any of the amazing content that we have coming out. Because again, not just football, we get a ton of stuff that's coming for you to make some money because who doesn't ever want to do that. And I'm going to give a little tease for the rest of the show that I have. I have one player that I'm going to talk about here on the over under and no, it is not Brees Hall inside joke. It is a rookie though. It is a rookie running back that I saw on price picks on NFL futures. So if you're on there, if you're on your phone, all the way over to that right-hand side, NFL futures, that's what we're going to talk about here today. And there was one player that stood out to me and I was thinking, Hmm, how interesting. And it's Kenneth Walker, Kenneth Walker, the third, he doesn't have one of those really pretty pictures yet. It's like that really blank, gross avatar, but I swear he has a face. Last I checked, he does have a face, I promise. And he also has 550 and a hook rushing yards for the season. Now, I'm thinking here, I like this for the first time in what feels like forever as the over. And the reason I like him as the over, I'm going to get into way more detail a little bit later in the show. But there are so many things going on in Seattle right now that are not pretty. So in case you missed the NFL draft, he was drafted by the Seattle Seahawks. And also in case you missed it, surprise, Russell Wilson is no longer there. I know, shocking. Guess who is? My alma mater's quarterback, uh, Drew Locke. Yay! Okay, not exactly inspiring. However, I believe that they're going to be relying on the run game a little bit here. So literally 550 yards in a half? Okay, come on. No, 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 no. Give me the over on this. I like that one. I like Kenneth Walker very much. So if you agree with me, hit that over. If you disagree with me, hit the under. I don't care. It's your money. And that's what makes it fun is because price picks allows you to do that. It's easy, easy over under Evie. Evie's a, my best friend's daughter, not Evie over under, easy over under. And if it sounds like I'm high, I kind of am on cold medicine and it's really, really annoying. No, I don't have the Rona. Don't at me. Everything is fine. Remember, go to pricepix.com, use the promo code MMN. You get your deposit of up to $100 matched. Also a link in the description of this video. And guys, just sign up for the videos here because they're all a lot better than I am but I don't care. I still get paid to do this. Don't tell anyone. That's our 
secret. But more on Kenneth Walker in just like maybe a half a minute. I'm really not quite sure, but I need to bring somebody on here to help me talk about a little bit more that we have going on that I think is going to interest you, not only when it comes to prize picks, but when it comes to other betting, when it comes to fantasy. And in order for me to do that, I have to bring in my very good friend, my buddy, Laquan Jones. Laquan, how are you doing? I have missed you so much. Have you missed me and all of my prattling? Just say yes and then continue with answering the question. Yes, yes, yes. I have missed you, Lauren. And I'm That is correct. Ding. Correct. <laughs> you kill me but i'm happy here to talk some fantasy and we got a lot of hot topics a lot of good things to talk about so can't wait to get into it yeah i know right now we're going through like otas and we're going through like who's showing up who's not showing up it's voluntary people like i, I don't even know what else to tell you right now but we did have some semi-important things go on you know in the month of april that was the draft and one of the things that I like doing is looking at these rookies, not before the draft, because for me, that is meaningless. Dynasty people, you're absolutely nuts. But where they land and are they going to be fantasy relevant? So I'm going to start off first because I already teased this with my prize pick guy with Kenneth Walker and like a peek behind the curtain. For some reason, I called him Brees Hall and I don't even know why. Uh, probably the cold medicine. Don't judge me. Okay. I, I can see Laquan judging me, and I know our producer not, did, so we'll not. talk about that later. Yes, we will. Anyway, I'm just kidding. But again, I'm going to go back to the situation with Kenneth Walker going to Seattle, and I love this so much because I kind of am I'm worried about this situation when it comes to their passing game. There's no Russell Wilson left. There is Drew Locke, and now Drew Locke does have a deep threat arm. He's capable of doing that. He has his bestie and Noah Fant, who is also there, so this bodes well for Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, since all charges were dropped. Oh, thank goodness. Cause no one needs any more of that, you know, police drama in the world. I'm glad that whole thing is no longer a situation, but Pete Carroll, I think wants to kind of rely on this run game. But the one thing that really stands out to me is we have heard no good news about Chris Carson, like nothing. He had neck surgery. All that's not like, Oh, I broke my pinky. Ouchie. Like, no, this is serious stuff no timetable, and no good news coming out. So this worries me for him. Now, again, Rashad, Pen Rashad Penny can't stay healthy either. And then there's DJ Dallas. I think is Travis Homer still there too? Like, er. So yeah. I'm pretty sure that Kenneth Walker is going to see a significant amount of time on the field just by default to have some running backs in there. And I like that time on the field. What do you think about Kenneth Walker's landing spot in Seattle? How do you feel about that? Uh, it's probably the best landing spot out of the rookies, to be honest, because he has day one impact. Like like you touched on with Chris Carson, that neck injury is very serious. I know Pete Carroll's like kind of optimistic about Chris Carson coming back, but a neck injury is a pretty serious thing to deal with. So I can't see Chris Carson being the old Chris Carson that we known and love to get as our RB2 that's productive in the red zone, et cetera, et cetera. But Rashad Penny's also there. You know, he popped up last season in a spurt when he was able to stay healthy, but that's the problem. He can't stay on the field. So he has a ticking time bomb of when, you know, whenever he chooses to be off the field or not. But I really feel like Kenneth Walker is set up for success. He's getting some passing work out of the backfield early in OTAs and rookie, even rookie training camp. So they're utilizing him all over the field and absolutely love it landing spot yeah i i'm so glad that you agree with me because if you didn't that would be the incorrect answer so <laughs> well, you just so we know <laughs> <laughs> i know we do we except for your choice in teams that um, you root for other than that 
it's totally fine. But uh, that was my that was my guy in Kenneth Walker, who I really like because I don't ever pay attention to rookie wide receivers. I'm really sorry, y'all. That's just how I do it. But what's yours, Laquan? Because I'm very curious about where what yours is going to be. Like my my rookie wide receiver, I got to whatever tell- what whatever rookie that you loved that got drafted to X, Y, or Z place. Which one was your favorite, and which one did you love? And then tell me why and convince me. I'm going to go against the grain against like all the mainstream wide receivers that have their landing spots and stuff like that. It is a wide receiver. I knew it. But listen, David Bell landing in Cleveland is like the perfect situation for him to develop and actually be able to grow into the position. I'm not looking for year one impact. I'm not looking for year one climbing up the fantasy charts or anything like that. Give this kid time to develop and actually have his quarterback on the field as well. But we're not going to get into that. But I definitely feel as though David Bell overall coming out of college, he was a well-polished wide receiver. He had a lot of red zone potential. The back shoulder looks to be like his go-to and the most cleanest catches I've seen him, you know, have in the red zone. And he finds his way to the end zone as well. And he's not like that big play, you know, go up and get it contested catch type of guy. But I really feel as though he has that all around base of a wide receiver, like not a complete player comparison, but for some reason I'm getting Robert Wood, like, you know, vibes from him. So I can really see that happening with him being the wide receiver too for Cleveland. Yeah. I mean, considering his biggest threat is going to be Donovan Peoples Jones and then David Ajoku <laughs> that they paid like $4,000 million to like sign. Like, what are you, what are you thinking? I do kind of like this one again, not for redraft for this year because that's like, mm-hmm. it, it makes me sweat. And like, I have dry mouth, like just thinking about wait, this because yeah. it stresses me out, but definitely for dynasty. I like that one as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew you were going to pick a wide receiver. It was just like, uh, right there i mean like come on man like this is this i i'm so staunch against it and like people are like well justin jefferson shut up i know okay sometimes i'm wrong and i will admit it i totally get it but aside from the draft we had so many other things that happened this offseason in fact in my very humble opinion i'm just kidding i'm not humble at all this was like historic when it comes to wide receivers and quarterback moves and like everything is now i i stepped away uh, for a few months to take care of some personal business. I came back in and I'm like, what, what happened? What is going on right now with the NFL? Like who plays for who? That's not even right. What a crazy time we live in right now. So I really want to get into the most impactful offseason trades, moves, acquisitions, whichever one really stands out to you the most that in your opinion was the biggest one that was like, oh, mind blown. I mean, you you honestly got it right here on the show sheet. I don't think we could talk about any other move other than this surprise move that came out of nowhere, really. Like, Tyreek Hill to the Dolphins, like, that was just like, what? I mean, I, I almost dropped my phone because I didn't believe it. Like, I had to immediately go to Google just to confirm sources, even though we got it from an NFL source. You know what I mean? Like, is like, this from The Onion? What's going yeah. on right now? Like, no. this is nuts. Like, I could not believe this move and. I'm happy for him, honestly, because, you know, guys want to get paid and guys want to, you know, be their full potential. But he is taking a slight downgrade at quarterback, we must point out. So it might be a little difficult for him to be that top 10, top five wide receiver in fantasy. So, yeah, it's tough. And not only does that impact uh, Tyree Kill himself, but it also impacts Patrick Mahomes. It impacts Travis Kelsey, but it also impacts Jalen Waddle. I mean, that sucks for him, too. So, so many things are causing like distress because 
Yeah. One thing that we knew in fantasy football was like oh, Mahomes and Hill. I mean, obvi. Well, now this is like, who am I? Who are you? Where am I? I have no idea. And another one that I'll bring up since that, I mean, that uh, to me, that I think was one of the biggest, but the second biggest, if not maybe even bigger than Tyreek Hill was Devontae Adams going to the Raiders. Mm-hmm. What? Now, yeah. it, we were like, both of them are dynamic duos, peas and carrots, you know, Forrest Gump and Jen A. But this was weird to me. This yeah. smells of like catty lady stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like bitches. That was what it was. I was like, oh, Green Bay, you done what? It was really, right. really bad because Aaron Rodgers is like, yeah, I'll come back. Everything's super groovy. They're like, now you can never hang out with your best friend ever again. And they send him over to the Raiders. And this is huge for Aaron Rodgers because not only that, but he also lost Marquez Valdez-Scantling. And didn't he lose Equinemius St. Brown as well? Like his, his, his go-to is like Robert Tunyon and Aaron Jones. So this is not awesome for Aaron Rodgers, who doesn't have a ton of chemistry already built up with his wide receiving core. But this is also crazy for Darren Waller on the Raiders because that was Derek Carr's boo. Now he's got a new boo in Devontae Adams. And now we're going to have to watch this drama unfold. Like, give me the popcorn. I get it. But what are we doing in fantasy redraft situations? Are we targeting these players? Are we avoiding these players? This is a whole hullabaloo. So I'm going to throw in Devontae Adams on that one. That was kind of one of those obnoxious blockbuster weird, like it, it felt gross to me. Did it feel like a lifetime drama to you? Laquan? It did it feel like, a, it's like one of those movies that are on the, like the lifetime channel and like you, you kind of seen it coming, but then when it really happened, you're just kind of like, Oh wow. Like, yeah, because we knew Devontae Adams was unhappy in Green Bay. He wanted to get paid. And you really have to weigh your options of who you're going to pay big dollars to stay. And that obviously was going to be Aaron Rodgers. So Devontae Adams making a move, I wasn't too surprised. But it was a kind of nasty feeling to think, ah, oh, he's going to the Raiders. You know what I mean? Like, uh, whatever. <laughs> it was dirty. Like, it, that whole thing just felt super dirty to me. So mm-hmm. enough of me disparaging Dynasty and disparaging rookies, aside from you, Kenneth Walker. I what we're going to head into now is I'm just going to highlight, Laquan, I'm going to cede the floor to you, my friend, and we're going to talk about rookie, buy or sell for Dynasty. Now, this doesn't necessarily have to be rookies, but these are just Dynasty. What you think is going to happen now that we have the draft, now that rookies are in place, what Dynasty managers can do to beef up their squads based on all of this offseason let's just call it drama, all this offseason drama, all of the draft stuff, what are the top three that you think dynasty managers should either buy or sell? So I really want to touch outside of rookies, but because we really don't know what they're going to do with these quarterbacks or with these landing spots. And well, I don't know. My show sheet just said rookie for some reason. So I'm like, I'm like, you know, Ron Burgundy. I just like read things that are like right in front of me. It could have said something like I didn't even know why I had that in there again, like Bryce Hall. Like, it's not even Bryce, it's Breeze. Is it Breeze? Drew Breeze? Drew Breeze. Whatever. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love cold medicine. Michael is the best. Continue. <laughs> but we're going to get into these three guys, and they're all wide receivers. And, you know, I love my wide receivers. But right now, I think the biggest buy right now is Allen Robinson. He's an L.A. Ram. I mean, they went over there and signed him up. They locked him in. And I definitely feel as though at wide receiver 37, you're getting him as a steal. So I'm buying him before the entire hype train because the train is building right now. It's very early in stages because we get the coach talk. We get the OTAs. You get the press conferences. They start praising their new stars that come into the team. 
it happens every year, but it's a very different situation with Allen Robinson. We're looking at Allen Robinson's last year's stats. You're probably looking at, oh, this is disgusting. But we have to go back to think. He put up back-to-back 1,000-yard seasons, top 10 performances with Mitchell Trubisky, people. He did that with Trubisky. Now imagine you put him on a team that actually has an offense that is a high power offense that can actually move the ball downfield. And you have a coach that knows what he's doing. He's able to open up the playbook with Matthew Stafford. Allen Robinson's best quarterback right now is Matthew Stafford, his entire career. We're talking Mitchell Trubisky. We're talking Justin Fields. We're talking Blake Bortles. Like, oh my God, the list is just disgusting when we're looking at Allen Robinson. When it ultimately comes down to these wide receivers, are they talented? Are they able to be on the field and able to actually execute in areas of the field that matter? And we all love touchdowns. Allen Robinson inside the 20 is a force to be like to be reckoned with. So at wide receiver 37, I'm putting my shares, I'm putting all my eggs in one basket to go get this guy because he's getting drafted right now, redraft as a wide receiver three as well. So he's mm-hmm. very low. The train is building. What do you think, Lauren? Oh my God, I love it so much. I can't. Even And if this wasn't on the top of your list, I would come and find you and we'd have very (laughs) aggressive words. Even though he did go to the Rams, my like hated team. I love them now because they have Matt Stafford. It's totally fine. Don't worry about it. But I love this too, because we had the loss of Robert Woods. Now, I don't necessarily think that this is going to be a knock on Cooper Cup either, because the Rams offense has proven that they can have a substantial amount of fantasy points and support two different wide receivers. So I love this so much, not just for fantasy football, but for poor Allen Robinson. Like, Mm. give the guy a damn break. Go for it, bro. This is awesome. Like, I – and what's weird is that we had so many wide receiver moves in the offseason that this was like a blip on the radar. Nobody even noticed because Mm -hmm. he's had had crappy seasons because of crappy quarterback play. And, like, a couple years ago, this would have been blockbuster news – I cannot wait for him to absolutely crush and be, you know, wide receiver one fringe for, for people who drafted him like super late. They're like, oh yeah, that guy, I'll take him. Hey, whatever. I missed out on Cooper cup. I'm going to get Allen Robinson. And I think you're going to be very, very happy about it. Who's your next guy. Next guy right now, his hype train is probably at the peak right now. And it's only June 1st. So Gabriel Davis for the Buffalo bills. I was in on Davis last season. I definitely love his ability to stretch the field and become a huge red zone threat for Josh Allen. But man, his price, his ADP right now, redraft, and even in Dynasty, some people are really, really killing it right now for Gabriel Davis when we're waiting for that breakout. It's not like the breakout happened. We're waiting for it. And we thought 34-year-old Emmanuel Sanders wasn't going to be you know, that much of an impact for Gabriel Davis, but it ended up being a huge impact. Right now, he's wide receiver 40. His ADP is climbing to a peak right now where it's getting disgusting or where you don't want to touch him. He's right neck and neck for me where Amon St. Brown is going. And that is a little, little mucky waters there because a lot of situations need to be perfect for Gabriel Davis to be a wide receiver too. And that's a wide receiver too for the Buffalo Bills people. We got to remember James Cook is there. He's a wide receiver slash running back in my eyes where he's going to be catching a lot of balls on the backfield, even though we haven't seen Josh Allen do that, but the Bills going out to try to get JD McKissick before he said, psych, 
and went back to, to the commanders, but it sees their game plan of what they're trying to do. And we look at those last five to six games, Devin Singletary last season was getting involved in the passing game as well. So they obviously have a plan for Josh Allen. They're trying to get him to have the longevity so he can kind of sit back in the pocket and not run as much and put his body at risk. So they get him a pass catching back. So therefore, you know, I really think Gabriel Davis isn't going to have the big season everybody's hoping for. So yeah, yeah, I agree with you on the respect that we saw Gabe Davis flash and he had really, really good games. And then he went nowhere. And then it was like, oh, my God, you know, he was a super fun waiver wire pickup and people spend a bunch of fab on him and then totally up and down. So I'm with you there. But if I'm going to like, you know, take my libation and pour one out for anyone besides Javante Williams, it's going to be James Cook. If we want to talk about a best landing spot, I'm going to put a worse landing spot for poor James Cook, who is stuck now in one of the worst backfields in the NFL. I'm sorry, it's not going to happen. If it does, I'll pay you $10, Laquan. We'll do it right now because it's not going to happen because someone like Josh Allen, I don't necessarily know if he needs someone to have a dump off pass to and needs a pass catching running back in that kind of sense with the legs that he has with Stefan Diggs. Dawson Knox. I don't know, man. I'm, this is totally not even about what we're talking about with Gabe Davis, but I was just, I'm that incensed about the running back room for Buffalo. Like I'm, I'm no, I'm verklempt. I can't handle it. Never trust a Buffalo bills running back. I'm just putting that out there into ether right (laughs) now, but I do agree with you. I think a sell on Gabriel Davis because he is getting a ton of hype and I'm not really quite sure it's justified. Like you said, he hasn't peaked yet. We're waiting for it. Is it ever going to come? Don't even know. And you have one more I am very curious about, and I 100% agree with you, and I'm so excited about this player. Continue. Oh, my God. Michael Pittman, man. I love everything I saw about Michael Pittman making the best out of his situation last year with Wentz. I mean, the guy had 129 targets, 88 of receptions and I definitely feel as though this is only going to climb with a Matt Ryan who has a sneaky ADP in my opinion where I think he can actually do some good with an O-line that can protect him so I definitely think Michael Pittman right now he's wide receiver 17 he's going in the rounds where you have a, a Deontay Johnson maybe a DK Metcalf right now I really feel like he's slept on he has top 12 ability people I'm telling you the targets are there the volume's there there's no real competition there of course the Paris Campbell OTA annual hype is happening but we know how that ends up unfortunately but like I said it is Michael Pittman season it is his wide receiver core it's his targets that are up and I definitely feel as though you're getting a guy that late that has 130 targets on the table people what are we doing this is a clear buy and I definitely feel as though you guys are going to be very successful very successful with Michael Pittman as your wide receiver too I love this so much I can't even like describe to you how much I love it. In fact, you know what I can, this is the only time that I'm ever going to continue to promote Matt Ryan and Michael Pittman, because (laughs) those are going to be the two guys that I target in redraft this year, because this is going to be sick. This is literally like, I don't know if anyone listens to country music, but like Walker Hayes, who has been in the industry for forever and then comes out with fancy like an AA and now is suddenly blowing up. Okay. And he, he older. Okay. In the industry, this is like Matt Ryan. Okay. And Michael Pittman is his daughter, Leela, who they did their TikTok video with. And then suddenly they're all famous and the Colts now win the Super Bowl. I'm kidding. I don't really know if that's going to happen, but I love this so much that I almost don't want to tell anyone about it, but <laughs> on prize bigs, I think that is something that you should look for, for your NFL futures. Take a look at what those lines are. See when they change, when it comes to Matt Ryan, when it comes to Michael Pittman, and, 
because I really think this is going to be the year that everyone is just like, oh my God, that guy, I forgot about him. Oh my God, he's back because he has solid quarterback play. I absolutely love these and not just for dynasty, but it also works for redraft as well. Keep these three players in your mind, whether or not you should draft or not draft them. And dynasty folks, you know me, y'all weird, but you do you listen to Laquan when it comes to that, because I don't know. I'm like, yeah, have all my first round picks. I don't care. I'll take, you know, Mike Davis. Like it's, it's awful. I'm so bad at dynasty. It's not even funny. That's why we have people like Laquan here to help you with those things. But when it comes to year end, that's me. And you can only make that kind of money when you go to prizepicks.com and you use the promo code MMN when you get your deposit of up to $100 matched. That way, when you take my bad advice or Pat Mayo's bad advice, yeah, you can tell him I said that. Bring it because that's fine. You have free money to play with, so who cares? But it is so much fun. It's just simple over-unders, tons of different sports that you can get into. It's easy. Like I said, it's a ton of fun. I love playing price picks. Also, don't forget to follow us, Mayo Media Net. Follow us, like, subscribe, YouTube, whatever the term is now. I can't even remember. They change all the time. But Laquan, tell everyone where they can find you. And also tell us some new things that you might be getting into this season, which, you know, kind of epic. Well, you guys can find me at Real Deal Fantasy on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube as well. Um, I'm now a member of the NFL. I am. A you know, it's a little mom and pop thing that yeah. just it's very small. It's a very small little mom and pop network. I actually just got that from. OK, this is my turn. I just got that from Marcus Grant today because I was on a podcast with him. OK, continue. Whatever. <laughs> But yeah, you guys can, of course, follow me. You know, I'll be here at the Mayo Media Fire Content Only with Stepmont Lauren and Scott as well. And shout out to Pat and always shout out to the Godfather. <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's thankfully a very forgiving and very, very funny person. Thank you everyone so much for tuning in. Remember, pricepicks.com, promo code MMN, short for Mayo Media Net. And we will see you guys very, very soon.